0: Hi, and welcome to Shi'ar Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub, Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be listening to the conclusion of a sermon in the Heavenly Authority series taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. The focus of this section of the study is on the office of the evangelist. And when we left off, Pastor was reading from Acts, chapter 8, where Philip evangelizes a city in Samaria, and Peter and John come from Jerusalem so that the new believers would receive the Holy Spirit. But in the middle of this great joy, the apostles have to deal with a supposed new convert, Simon, who was a sorcerer. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg.
1: Everyone in the body has their function, right? These people would not have gotten saved unless Philip evangelized them. And now the apostles had to do their role. It was important for some reason that they come down there and they needed to lay hands upon the people. Maybe they needed to really break the demonic hold in that town, to open up the heavenlies for whatever reason. When they laid hands, when they prayed, now God could shower them, pour out, baptize them. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. Anoint them with the power from on high. And Simon, when he sees it, says, Well, I'll, I want this power also. Give me this power, I'll offer you. I'll give you money if you give me this power. But Peter said to him, verse 20, Your money perish with you. You're going to perish and your money perish with you. Because you thought that the gift of God be purchased with money this is the gift of the almighty this is the promise of the father the gift of the holy spirit the good gift to those who believe in jesus christ and simon is looking to buy it to use it then he can go to other towns maybe right and really amaze them if they've been amazed already by his sorcery now he could really amaze them Your money perished with you because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither, verse 21, part nor portion in this matter. They're not part of the ministry. They're not part of the church. They're not part of the evangelizing. For your heart reason, your heart is not right in the sight of God. Your money perished with you. You don't have any part in what we're doing. For your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent therefore of this your wickedness, your wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps, maybe it can't be because it's bordering on what? Blaspheme of the Holy Spirit. And Peter's not sure. He said, and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. You know, there is clearly the empowerment you cannot read the book of acts and we've gone through so much of it right in this study of heavenly authority there is clearly the empowerment the anointing the wonders the gifts of the spirit the offices of the spirit available to true believers whose lord is the lord jesus christ to receive this gift from their father which jesus receives from the father and pours out upon them And some will shy away from the gifts of the Holy Spirit because of abuses. Some Christians don't even want to to speak about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, or the offices of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit takes the faith and makes it alive. You see the reality of God when demons are cast out, when people are made whole, when lame people walk. The reality of what we proclaim is seen. The Holy Spirit makes the faith alive. And we're not as orphans. I will not leave you as orphans, Jesus said. I will send another. And we receive the Holy Spirit. Greater works than these shall you do, Jesus said. The power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit is so crucial a part of the Christian walk. It was necessary for the apostles to go down. They couldn't leave it like that. They had to go down and make sure they received the fullness of what God had for them and pray and lay hands on until The demonic hold in that town was it was broken in the heavenlies and the the clouds departed and the Spirit of God came down and they were baptized in the Holy Spirit but there's a danger for those like Simon who desire manifestations simply as an extension of their sorcery that's what's really happening with Simon right he's just looking at this now as another ruin another tool that he can take out of his magic bag to give him power, and that's a cult on Christianity. And some people have said that Simon is really like the first of all the cults on Christianity. Desiring power as though God is some force you play with, you manipulate, Jesus is some tool for your wants and your egos rather than being servants of the Lord Jesus Christ and receiving from Him the gift that He has for you to do service for Him. And because He loves us and He cares for us. He doesn't want to see us sick and diseased and have demonic activity. He wants to see us to live because we're His children. But where there's the power of the Holy Spirit, there's always a danger of those on the periphery. And, And it's hard to tell, right? He believes. He's baptized. He believes in Jesus. And yet, why is He there? Does he have part and portion with the gospel? No, he's there for what it could benefit him. And he's looking to see how he can get the power that has happened for himself, for his own gain, not to be a servant of Jesus Christ. Okay, so it's just then an extension, in his case, of his magic bag, of his sorcery. We remember um, years ago, we were at a healing service, and there was a. Uh, It was tremendous. It was a a whole school auditorium filled with people. And there was a a lady that had the gift of healing, and people were falling down and being healed. And we saw this one man in the back, and we knew who he was. We had met him. I think he came to church one time, and he was talking to us, and he was into some strange cult, a new age, clearly purely new age. And he was back then. He's there, and he's watching. So I went up to him, I said, I'm surprised to see you here, because it was, it was clearly a Christian healing service. And he didn't like when I talked to him about the Lord and the purity of the Lord and all these extra cultic books he had. You can't bring them in, and they left and they walked out. And now I see him at this Christian service, and he said, well, he said, there's light on this, and I see things happening. So he's amazed. Now, he's not listening to the gospel. He's not listening about repentance, forgiveness of sins. Only Jesus can do it. Only Jesus is holy. We have to die to ourselves and live to him. He's not listening to any of that. He sees people falling down and getting healed, and he's fascinated by it. That is a cultic aspect that can touch on to Christianity because it's hard to tell sometimes the true believers from the non-believers who are just there to use it and to use God, and many times they are the ones, because of their focus on the miracles, and obviously God gives the miracles, He wants us to have the miracles, but because the focus is on the miracles and not on the Lord, others who do receive the fullness of the Gospel then want to shy away from the power that's legitimately in Jesus Christ, because they see the abuse of these ones who are in the cultic fringe. Perhaps, if you pray, the thought of your heart may be forgiven. He says in verse 22, You have to repent, therefore, of your wickedness. Your heart, verse 21, is not right in this matter. Verse 23, I see you are poisoned by bitterness, bound by iniquity. He's captive to sin. That's what's going on in Simon's heart. Jesus came to free us from our sins. Did he come to heal us, physically? Yes, we have physical healing by the stripes of Jesus, but the most important thing, you could have a whole body and be headed toward hell. The most important thing is to be saved from our sins. And Simon doesn't want to get his heart right. Your heart is not right in the sight of God. You have wrong thoughts in your heart. There's wickedness in your heart. You're poisoned by bitterness, you're bound by iniquity. You're held captive, Peter says, by sin. Bitterness, extreme wickedness, acridity, poison, violently bitter. There's something wrong deep down in the core, Simon. On the surface, you may look like a Christian, but the apostles, Peter sees right through it, you have no part in this. And God, God knows the heart. In verse 24, Simon becomes afraid. Then Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me that none of the things which you have spoken may come upon me. But you don't hear any response there that Peter prayed for him. This is a bad sin. It's a terrible thing to play with the living God. It's a terrible thing to think we can play with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. This is a solemn, sacred thing. The Holy Spirit is not a person to be played with. Verse 25 So, when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, the apostles Peter and John, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. So now they too are preaching in the villages of the Samaritans. They're following, the apostles are following the lead of the deacon Philip who has now entered into this ministry of the evangelist, And they too are going and they're preaching on their way back to Jerusalem in many of the Samaritan towns. And the Samaritans are evangelized just as Jesus commissioned them. But the Lord has more evangelical work for Philip, which Lord willing, we'll talk about the next time. Clearly from this account, the church needs evangelists to have those who can go out to those in darkness, to those who have never heard the gospel. Many missionaries today are like the evangelists, to go out and preach the good news, the good tidings, the message of good to those that are in darkness to bring them into the great light of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have all the different positions and the gifts and the callings planned and lined up in your word, Lord God, and that every believer can just yield themselves and find their place in your body, that that work that you have that's so special for them. And Father, I pray that you would forgive the sins of the church over the last decades, Lord, and the excesses, Father, and forgive the church, Lord God, and just pour out your spirit in a mighty way, Father, we pray, to give those signs and wonders that those gifts of speaking and evangelizing, that beautiful time when your spirit comes over a crowd, Lord God, and they become of one accord, listening. All of a sudden, the their ears are open, their eyes can see, and they can hear and see Jesus Christ. And Father, help your body to evangelize as many as possible in these last days. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. On
0: our website at www.shiarjashub.org, you will find Pastor Greg's series on Christian marriage, available as a six-audio CD set or digital download, as our thank-you gift for your donation to Shiar Jashub Christian Tabernacle. And there is a link to Pastor's award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Besides the hundreds of radio programs on shiarjashub.org, you will find a link to our Shiar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. We live stream the Sunday message at 10.30 a.m. each week, and then the programs are left up on the channel for viewing at your convenience. You have access to free, in-depth Bible studies 24-7. And again, our website is shiarjashub.org.